Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast. It's your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. And I am here today with, I am so excited to share Adam with you guys. I have known Adam for a few months now. We've been working together to help launch his podcast. And when I heard what his podcast is about, and he's got a book about the same topic, I knew that you guys would want to hear from him as well. So I want to introduce you guys to Adam Weber. Adam Weber is based out of New York State, and he he has a book and a podcast called Meditation Not Medicine. He helps others learn how to address their stress. And he has a Facebook group where he can help people learn all of this. And he's married and he's got two kids, right? Adam, did I get that right? Two sons? Correct. Yeah, yes. Sons. All right. Good. So welcome to the show, Adam. So glad to have you here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, Jeannie. Oh my gosh. So tell us the story of how you got into meditation because you were not, you have not always been a meditation person. Yeah, definitely not. It was many years ago, uh, about almost 15 years ago. And I was working in the corporate world in New York City. I live just outside of New York City now. And um, I was working for one of the world's largest real estate firms. And it was a really stressful job. And then to pile on top of it, I was diagnosed with a progressive form of multiple sclerosis. And the stress was, frankly, eating me alive. And I mean that seriously. We're talking about my stomach. So the doctors wanted to put me on different pills. And that was not an approach I had liked because there were side effects with what they gave me. So in my research, I tried something I never thought I'd try. I learned to meditate. And then I went around to a few different meditation teachers and tried different techniques and found that I hadn't found one that I liked or loved in particular and knew I needed to adapt and create my own type, uh, which is turned easy to meditate because it's easy and it's designed for people like myself and a lot of salespeople, managers, that sort of thing, who aren't into the woo-woo approach with meditation. And uh, then over time, after teaching it, I decided to, you know, to write a book for the corporate world from stress to profit. And then I moved on to, you know, do, doing teaching because it was just something that was natural and people uh, liked it. And then COVID hit. So, yeah, that really knocked the wind out of a lot of people because on top of the stress from work, while they didn't have to commute for most of the time, except for first essential workers, they were, people were having to uh, work from home, uh, deal with something many people had never dealt with before, working in a remote fashion at home or somewhere else with kids, with family, with pets, with, you know, different environment where things were not the same. And, and while you would think maybe not having to travel 
would be less stress. For some people it is, but for a lot, it wasn't anymore because they had to deal with so many distractions. Yeah, absolutely. I I would have to say that, you know, back when I worked a, a traditional job, now I haven't worked a traditional job since 2008, so it's been 12 years. But I do have to say that my commute, which was about 45 minutes, really was my you know, the, the drive to work was my wake up time. That's what, that's when I would be drinking my coffee and letting it starting to do its job so that by the time I got to work, I was awake and ready to deal with people. Right. I was ready to finally adult and people. Right. And then my drive home was my decompression time. That was my time to leave behind anything that had happened at work. And then by the time I got home, I was able to, and ready to just relax and take care of any of the house stuff. And then at the time I didn't have children. So it was just dealing with house and cooking dinner and cleaning up and whatever. So I can definitely see how someone going from a commuting position to a remote work. Now you have no decompression time. None. You you seem to be on call all the time. And in a job like many, including myself have in the corporate real estate world, uh, you've got people on different parts of the country. For example, I'm on the East Coast, but you've got people on the West Coast, you've got people across the world. So I, I was getting up and still occasionally do get up to do a three o'clock in the morning call because it's somebody else's midday or morning and that's what works for them. Yeah. I was on a call with West Coast people actually last Las Vegas yesterday into the evening because of the time difference. Yeah. Yeah. Three hours time difference is a, that's, that's a lot of time, you know? So if it's eight o'clock for you, it's still five o'clock for them. They're, they're just getting to the end of their day, you know? So that makes perfect sense. So going through, what's the difference? So you said your, your process is called easy to meditate. What's the difference with your meditation process compared to, you know, the transcendental meditation or other, like you said, woo woo meditation practices? Thank you for asking that because I, as transcendental meditation is something that I did study myself and I went through that program. Uh, with easy to meditate, it's more of a customized approach. Uh, you don't have to use a mantra or with, say, like transcendental or with some of the others, you can uh, use a mantra. Uh, I work with a lot of clients directly and can help them and choosing what they want to do. Uh, I've also, there's no specific time. Many of these you know, there's a specific time or a specific kind of music at all, or a specific cushion or even blanket or something like that. I mean, I took one training where they had me partially covered in a blanket on a cushion with daffodils on my lap. And I thought, wow, I mean, I'm not sure it may, may, may help deepen the experience for some, but for some, that's just woo-woo. And if you work in the corporate world in America, I, I mean, just imagine sitting there in a suit or not in a suit or for some just saying, yeah, and but I don't have any, you know, uh, daffodils or sunflowers <laughs> or anything else around. And I mean, you might be in a place like you might be in a car and you're like, well, I don't have my blanket. I don't have my cushion. And that's about easy to meditate. It's You can take it with you anywhere you go. You can use it anywhere you are. And again, I I say the habit is portable, but more than that, it's really designed for those that are outside of the woo-woo world. Now, there's nothing wrong with the woo-woo world if that's what works for you. 
Right. Um, it's just that there need there was a need for an alternative. And when I was teaching it, people were saying, yeah, I like it. I just, I don't have a blanket. I don't have a cushion or I don't want to say that in whatever language they, there's mantras in different languages that they wanted to say it in. They, right. they, they were their teachers and, and they just wanted something easy, which is how I coined it easy to meditate. Exactly. And it, it's helpful if you can do it literally anywhere in your car, at your desk at work, at your desk at home, you know, and I'm guessing if it's easy, it's something you can also teach your kids. Well, I'm glad you said it because kids are, are somebody I've started working with. And one of the reason is one of the reasons is like myself, I, I'm the son of a doctor and growing up every time there was something going on, didn't have to be stressed, but a lot of times it was, and it is now doctors want to give you a prescription. Mm-hmm. They want to give you medicine. There comes meditation, not medicine. And too much medication. Well, look, there. I take medication myself. I have to. But there's some, not everybody wants to take the overload or every time they, you know, they burp or sneeze, want to take a pill or stressed out. So it made sense to come up with something and that people knew that, listen, you don't have to take a pill. You could take a time out. Kind of like we give our kids when they're smaller a timeout to help them, you know, walk away from things. Adults need to do the same thing, and kids still need to do the same thing. So if if you have a child who is had a little fit or has gotten into a fight or a problem, it's better to ask them to sit down and meditate for a few minutes than to take a pill or, in some cases, to punish them. I'm not saying punishment isn't in order in some cases, but I'm saying instead of saying go to your room, what would be wrong with go to your room or go and meditate and calm down? I mean, I've, I've done it myself where I have, again, with two boys, they fight. It's like, you know, go to your corners, sit there, say nothing. And then I realized it really wasn't working. Right. So that's where it comes from with me uh, personally. And again, I know a lot of parents that I've worked with and kids have said it's a much better approach. So how often are you meditating in your own personal life? I meditate every day. I don't miss a day. I haven't missed a day in years. It's something where people, if you didn't meditate every day, it wouldn't kill you. Right. But it's the kind of, and I worked with a client. It's it's the stories mentioned in my book, Meditation, Not Medicine, a corporate person where they kind of let the habit fall away. And, but the idea is it has a cumulative effect or a compound effect when you do it every day. So even if you can't do it one day for 20 minutes and then the next day you're doing it for 10, for whatever reason, it's that you're doing it. And I've had to handle it that way myself when, especially when I've been in, you know, traveling. Now I don't travel so well because of my illness, but you still, you find the time and you make the time. And if you're doing it first thing in the morning, which is one day I teach is you get your day started off right. And if you're a salesperson or a manager or somebody, one of your listeners, if they can go into the day with less stress, they're more likely to be productive and better with other people, which means more money, which means more profits, which means happier employees, which means healthier employees, because millions and millions, hundreds of millions of dollars a year are being spent on healthcare costs for workers. And that is not only is it cutting into profitability, but it's cutting into productivity. Absolutely. You know, if you're a salesperson, and again, I I, I only sell my services now, but you know, if you want a higher closing ratio or 
you want better relations with your customers, it's better if you're in the right mindset. It's better if you're not exhibiting the stress that you can when you're very stressed out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I definitely agree with this because if you are coming at people from a place of stress and desperation, they can sense it. You know, people, people can feel that it emanates off of you like body odor, (laughs) right? And and stinky body odor. Oh Yeah. yeah, exactly. It emanates from you when you're coming from that place of, I have to get this sale. I have to do this, you know, and instead, if you're coming from a place of calm and wanting to connect with others and you're really only going to be able to do that if you yourself are already in that space. Yes, it would be great if you could start off your day meditating every day. But frankly, even if you just took 10, 15 minutes to get yourself in that right headspace before you go do some sales conversations, you're going to have better outcomes just from doing that. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, people who meditate are more productive, they're more personable. And at the end of the day, that's why I say from stress to profit, it makes people more money, which is why I've had such success working with people in the corporate world because, and the business world in general, small business owners, medium-sized business owners, because the idea is to own a company is not to lose money, but is to make money, to serve and to make money. Yeah, Absolutely. Without sales, companies don't exist. <laughs> exactly. Without, without, yeah, without, without income, companies don't exist. And frankly, without good employees and healthy employees, companies fall apart in many cases uh, because they can't generate that income or they're, they don't stay. I mean, there's a lot, you hear a lot of stories about companies where there's a lot of turnover. Well, it's because maybe they're not making the sale or they're not productive but it might not be the product and it might not be the process. It might be the employee from the standpoint of what's going on. Why are they so stressed? Why are they unable to do what other people are able to do? So it's a matter of being able to look inside and say, I've got this, I'm stressed and I'm going to handle it. I'm going to address it with meditation. And there's nothing woo woo about it at all. No, absolutely. I mean, I know just from my own experience of studying some of this, not to the extent that you have, obviously, but I know that there are literally studies out there where they have, you know, put cathodes on people's heads while they're meditating so that they can see what's happening in the brain. Like they can literally study what's happening in the brain and in the amount of activity and the amount they can literally watch those stress levels drop and then activity in the more creative areas, activity in the connective areas actually increases because now the stress level has dropped. So you're able to be more creative. You're able to connect more with the people around you because you don't have all these other things going on in your head. You've been able to bring them all together. So with all of this, what would you recommend as a first step for people who are not yet into a regular meditation routine? If they're not into, I would recommend learning about it a little bit uh, from the standpoint of don't overthink it. You know, just you need to take a seat. You need to find a resource like my book, Meditation Not Medicine, and some of the videos I put out there on YouTube and other places, and just try it. You know, just try it for a few minutes. 
build on your practice from there. I love that. And just so you guys know, I mean, Adam is not the first meditation person that I've brought on. You guys can also go back and listen to the episode with Bruce Langford, um, who shared a very specific process for meditating in times of stress, because I had this conversation with him back at the beginning of the pandemic when stress levels were really high because we had no idea what was going on. And we had been home for all of like two weeks at that point in time. And we thought we were going to be home for like two weeks more, right? So it seems like that now that it, it, we know, we're not knowing, but the vaccine and everything, we know when who's going to get it, when if you're going to be allowed back to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So going through and, and having a process and understanding there's different types of meditation. So if you try one type and don't absolutely fall in love with it, there are other options out there for you. But I think easy to meditate seems like a really great place to start because there's not special cushions. There's not special materials. You can do it anywhere, which just sounds phenomenal. Um, And people can also listen to your podcast as well. So if you're not a reader, don't think that you have to go get the book because I know not everybody is a voracious reader like I am. You know, please feel free to to go listen to his podcast. It's called Meditation Not Medicine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know how to find podcasts. <laughs> go into your podcast app and just search for Meditation Not Medicine and you'll find Adam's podcast there. So, what do you cover on the podcast? Well, I, in general, I've uh, the podcast is newer. And I've started to talk about stress and stress in different areas and addressing it with meditation. And what's coming up, though, are a series of master classes where I basically will teach you how to meditate. Uh, That way you can, you know, dip your toes in the water and see if it's for you, if it's something you like, and if it's something you're willing to learn more about. It's the same with the book. Uh, All my books are not written like I'm a voracious reader as well. It turns out the average person, you know, doesn't get past 100 or 107 past that page in a book. Uh, The average person, not everybody. And so they stop short. I mean, I can't tell you the number of books I have where I'm 40, 50 pages in and there's a bookmark and then I've never read the thing again. Yeah. It's short by design, the book. The practice is meant to be non-complicated by design and same with the videos with the stuff on facebook on, i'm on all the social media platforms whether you're on the pinterest or instagram or facebook linkedin especially if you're in the business world you might only be on linkedin but the idea is to not overthink it to do what works for you and it's about customizing the practice around you working the practice into your life as opposed to what somebody else says, because just because somebody says, no, 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 you need to sit down and meditate for 20 minutes doesn't mean that that's what you necessarily need or what's best for you. And adding more stress to your plate isn't going to help. No kidding. Stressing over how much you're meditating or not, is not going to be helpful. Oh my gosh. No kidding. For sure. So Adam, is there a way that you would like people to reach out to you if they want to learn more about Um, your meditative practices or your online courses that you have or the book or the podcast? Well, everything right now is branded under meditation, not medicine. So if you want to go to the website, it's www.meditationnotmedicine.com. The first book, because this book is the first, it's a short book on purpose in a series, because then there's the second version, which I already finished, which is with the editor, which is designed, I've already written from stress to profit 
But this particular book, Meditation.Medicine for Increased Profits, Address Your Stress so that you can increase it, is with my editor right now. And there's, you know, they're small bite size, but, you know, visiting the website, that's really the hub of the wheel where you can find everything. And again, we're all over social media. And I did that actually, while it's a little bit more stress, I've got a team that works on it because I want to make it accessible. If you like to go to Facebook, go to Facebook. Some people now with the elections and other things too, don't want Facebook. They go to Instagram or they go to Pinterest. And I know people in the business world and maybe some of your customers are or followers are who only go to LinkedIn. And there's a lot of free complimentary content intended to help you so that you don't have to take a dollar out of your pocket. And, uh, but the courses uh, that we're launching is going to be a smaller course. It's going to be a larger course. It's going to be a coaching program. So there's a lot. And I work with individuals one-on-one because there are some people who kind of like want to stay below the radar, but also want a specific time. Like they can only work with me at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday, you know, or another day or an evening or weekend or something like that, where coming to me with a coaching program and that way we can help them address their stress. And and I work with one family where I work with the husband, the wife, and a couple of kids because they found that even meditate, they actually happen to be in New York City. They have, they, they find when they meditate together, that it's kind of like they all understand it's a collective exercise size. They enjoy it. They enjoy it. That is awesome. Now, one of the things that I do want to share with the listeners as well is you are a Canfield certified coach. I am. Oh, which I love. Like anybody who's been listening to the podcast for any amount of time knows how much I love Jack Canfield. You know how much I love Jack Canfield. And so I want you guys to know that that I would not bring someone to you like Adam, who was not worth a conversation, but the fact that he's Canfield certified. And like I said, I've been working with him for a couple of months now, and he's just been a really phenomenal person to talk with. And I've learned a lot from him as well. So highly recommend reach out to Adam. His contact information is in the show notes for those of you who are new to the show. Here's how you access the show notes. You're going to pick up your phone because most people listen through their phone. Grab your phone, click on the episode, and then scroll up on your phone, and you're going to find all of Adam's information, uh, his email address, all of his social media links if you want to go access them, as well as a place to go buy the book, Meditation Not Medicine, and also the podcast link as well. We'll have all of those there so you guys can go listen, go subscribe, listen, rate and review his podcast as well. And if you haven't rated and reviewed this one, make sure you go do that too. Because as you guys probably have heard me say before, if you rate and review this podcast, reach out to me, let me know that you did it. And I will offer you a complimentary coaching session in return for that for that rating and review. I really appreciate it. But Adam, thank you so much for sharing your expertise with my audience, because this is something that's really going to potentially help them as they move forward in 2021 and beyond in their direct sales business. So thank you so much. Thank you, Judy. I appreciate having me on. And for your audience, I'll let you know, I've I, not everybody knows, but I, I've got that Canfield video in a couple of places. If they go to the YouTube channel, it's not available for everybody, but available, it'd be available for you guys where they'll get to see the interview with, that I did with Jack as I'm submitting this book for uh, to the editor and he's, he's taken the time to read the book. Excuse me. He, I know he's going to be on your podcast at some point and he, he's an amazing guy. 
And um, I'm if Jack believes in it. I don't know how people wouldn't believe it. I mean, because he he doesn't endorse much. Right. But to endorse meditation really is a big thing. And guys, if you don't know who Jack Canfield is, go look him up. <laughs> he, for me personally, was a life changer. I started being introduced to him with the Chicken Soup for the Soul books. And then in 2013, I read uh, The Success Principles. And that was just the beginning of the journey to where I am today, thanks to him. And it, it's probably time for me to reread that book, go through and, and do those goals. Because I just found my little pack of index cards recently, Adam, you're, you're going to appreciate this. I recently found my pack of index cards as I was moving some things around my house. And I was like, oh my gosh, I accomplished that goal and that goal and that goal. <laughs> well, that's, that's what actually happens when you listen to somebody like Jack. <sighs> he asks you to write things down and revisit them and boom, next thing you know. Yeah. It's amazing. And guys, if you think Jack is unreachable, he's not. But let me tell you, Adam has been a phenomenal influence in my life as well these last few months. So, well, I'm going to let you get back to your busy day, Adam. Thank you so much for taking time to be on the podcast and make sure everybody you go check out the show notes here. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, guys, you know how this goes. Stay tuned because there's another badass episode on its way. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.